Hey, this is Ira Glass. Today, we're at Epic Games Studios. You probably know them. They have the game Fortnite that uh, is crazed <laughs> yes. all over the world. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Shenantics Podcast, the thing you're listening to right now in your ears. I'm one of your hosts, Skanky, and the other host is also here. Uh, his name is M. Call. Hi, M. Call. Hello. Hello, first time caller, long time speaker. Welcome. Hi. Uh, hello. That- welcome to the program. Uh, what do you What do you have to say? Uh, I have a lot to say. Um, I was, I think I told this on this when on the episode when we were, um, talking about my lift pass, which I don't have anymore. Uh Um, but I would, I would drive in with these random strangers every morning. And so you're kind of bound by their choice of radio program. And every driver, it seems like in the morning would play probably the same thing. And so uh, over and over and over again, I would hear the same segment. And I don't know if you're familiar with this, but it's, um, it's people call in and talk about an amazing, great date that they had recently with the person and how that person never called them back. And so then the shock jocks, they're like, oh, well, we're going to call that person and we're going to find out why they didn't call you back. And then hilarity ensues as they're like, like, so, so Jennifer, if that's your name. Um, we, uh, we were talking to a, a guy, Dan, that you dated last weekend and, uh, Sounds like it was a great date, and uh, but you you never called him back after. Uh, can you tell us why? And then like they'll go on to like some weird type thing. I think like I one of the ones I heard was that she Googled him and found out that he did uh, gay porn on the side, um, and that was oh. uh, that was a, exactly that was a deal breaker for her. And then so then as they get into the middle of like why they didn't call the person back, they're like, oh, and by the way, he's also on the line with us. And then the guy's like, yeah, I, I mean, I got to make money somehow on the side. It's just like, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's really weird. So anyway, so I'm calling to tell you about a date I went on a few weeks ago that never called me back, and I'm hoping we can call her and just kind of grill her about why she would not like an amazing person like myself if someone's listening to this podcast for the first time they have already turned it off (laughs) i mean that's true (laughs) if you're still here thanks it's not always like this. I mean, it's not always like this. It's always like this. Skanky thanks you. And, uh, we need am... to work on our viewer retention, M-Call. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard considering that nobody views us, they listen to us. But I hear you. Our listen- you. you know what? I don't need that attitude right now, okay? <laughs> I don't need that attitude. Yes, all right, I hear you. I think I that you. the radio program people are just running out of ideas, and they need to like figure out things to do. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I remember when I used to go to school in the morning, my mom used to drive me, and they used to prank call people, mm, mm-hmm. like their like their wife or something, yeah. and be like, oh, here's this situation about like how the landscapers aren't coming back and doing a good job. <laughs> go and call and make believe you're the landscaping company and like cause a whole ruckus. And yeah. then at the end, they're like, yeah, you're listening to... WRCT, we just prank called you, and they're like, Oh, no, not you guys. Who put you up to this? And they're like, Your husband. <laughs> right? and like, Oh, I, I hate him, but I love him. Oh, geez, you guys got me. I was really good. 
And then like that, like that was it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No. no I totally I tell hear that. The uh, the thing is, whenever I listened or heard these ones, they have to be paid actors. That they have to be. And here's the reason why there's two things um because when they do the reveal and they're like this is so-and-so from this radio station i'm like i don't even know who that is if i were to get the call and they were to say i'm so-and-so from this radio station i would be like uh what what do you mean like i don't i'm confused radio station (laughs) like i don't Uh recognize your name um and so like that seems weird to me but the second thing is as somebody that goes out and dates um and unless i'm doing it very differently than everyone else in the entire chicagoland area um i don't call people ever like it's all via like messaging and texting and all that kind of stuff especially like first or second date right like maybe as we get like further in like i'll do like a phone call but for like the first date like i'd never call anyone so i think it's even weirder to then get a follow-up call and who the hell is answering their phone at like seven o'clock in the morning to be like oh there's a random number i don't recognize let me just pick this up and talk to them no yeah well i think this is what happens is that all a lot of things on the radio are all uh vetted mm-hmm. and they're all like everything is set up beforehand yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, there are people that they call them beforehand and are like, hey, you're going to get this phone call from mm. this radio station because we're doing this thing kind of oh. thing. So, I mean, it's all it's all set up. Yeah. Man. Do you know just... what a you know what a tape sync is? No, it's a tape sync. So, uh this is a for some people might be a little mind-blowing. Oh, I'm excited. 90% of the things you hear on podcasts mm-hmm. are not actually in person. Wait, like the way we, do you mean like the way we do it or like what? So what happens is if someone is interviewing mm-hmm. somebody like on Radio Lab, let's say. Yeah. Jad or like like Simon Adler, let's say. Mhm. He is talking to somebody on the phone, his interviewee. Mhm. And there's another journalist there recording that other side. Okay, the interviewee the interviewee, mm-hmm. and then the whole the whole interview happens on the phone, but they take whatever the guy recorded of the interviewee and sends it to Simon Adler, and then they they edit it all together. Mm, That's called like a tape that. sync. That is awesome. So it's all it's all, you know. I mean, it up. makes sense. It makes sense now. Like when you think about it logistically. Um, because what's easier than trying to fly people around and sync up schedules and all and like to try and get everything in person is to do it remotely. But you also need to have the good quality audio, right? Exactly. Like you can't, you can't just have like garbage audio. So it makes it makes sense. That's and if awesome. you're if you people do just tape syncing, like, mm-hmm. you know, you get paid like 100, 150 bucks yeah. and they like you just go. Like they, they, there's like an email list, and they're like, "Hey, we need a tape sync for this day in this city," and you're like, "Hey, I'll I'll be there," and then they, that's it. It's like people that's just cool. do that. It's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, that is really really cool. The best thing to ever happen to this podcast is you taking a podcast class. <laughs> I know. 
Not because cool. not because it improved anything about the quality of our podcast, oh, nothing, but nothing. I get to hear the story. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing has improved. Exactly. Shenanigans is literally exactly like it was with, before you went to class, except now we get to hear cool stories about how the pros actually do it. <laughs> yeah, it's actually very interesting. That like is seeing, really cool. Um, seeing a Radiolab timeline, mm. like how they actually edit it, is crazy. Yeah. Like it's that's awesome. It's there's a lot that goes into that shit. Yeah, yeah. Can, and they I can do imagine. like they do like normal shit. Like you think of like they go on YouTube and find clips and just like use sounds. That's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's actually. cool. I think that, that would be a cool job. That'd be a cool job to have to work on like a big professional podcast like that. Like, I yeah, know. I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be kind of cool. You have to pitch yeah. a lot of stories though. You got to come up with ideas all the time. Yeah, I feel like that would be. I feel like that would be tough and i i think you also see that with um podcasts a lot of times like you could see where their lulls are where they might be running on a shortage of story ideas or they might have a little bit of burnout um where it seems like what's being pitched and what's being reported isn't as good the quality of what they've had before and then they kind of come back after maybe like a little bit of a break or a refresher or they have a new inflow of um interesting story ideas and then kind of you know goes back up in quality so. Yeah, well, Radiolab, I think it's Radiolab doesn't kill a lot of stories. No, they do oh. kill a lot of stories, I think. <laughs> Hold on. Which is it? They do or they don't? They do. This American Life rarely kills a story. Okay, I can I see think that. it is. And they, they always go through with them. Like, it's yeah. very, they, maybe one story a year they, they kill. Interesting, but Radiolab does it a lot, I think, or it's the other way around. I don't remember, but I th- I think that way, the way you said it, makes sense to me, because the I feel like I don't know. I feel like Radiolab gets very specific in what they're looking for and what their standard is that they want to like kind of deliver on the core story itself, right? And I feel yeah. like This American Life, like they follow through with a lot. Because we, we've also I've also heard before, like with This American Life, like sometimes something won't fit and they'll just kind of hold on to it and then put it into something else where it does fit. Right. Like, and so there might be a story that's being reported or an idea that is kind of just sitting out there until they can find somewhere to roll it into. So, yes. Yeah. I do find that sometimes this American life stories, I don't like sometimes like I, I feel like I like the majority of Radio Lab stories I hear, mm-hmm. and sometimes I just get kind of sick of the This American Life ones. Yeah, yeah. I one thing I I, I have a kind of a big problem with, um, especially with This American Life. Uh, other ones, other of like the big studios, like they do too. But I feel like This American Life does a lot with their um with their reruns. And the problem I have is a lot of times they'll repost into their feed old episodes for a week so if they don't have a new episode they'll replay something from some point in the past um which i don't have a problem with because there's a lot of this american life over the decade plus that they've been doing it of stories i haven't heard before but the problem that i seem to have is that they'll repeat a story and like an episode and it might have been one that i've already heard but I can't tell just from looking at it, right? I'm like, oh, it sounds familiar. Well, then I start listening to it. Now I'm 15 minutes into the hour-long podcast. I'm like, no, I've, I've heard this whole episode before. Like, and yeah. it kind of, there's dis- like, I wish they would, I don't know, I, I, maybe, like, you could tell by where their episode numbers are, but the, everything's in the hundreds anyways, like 300, 400, 500s, mm-hmm. that 
it's even that I can't tell. Oh, it was 355 this week. Last week was it 455? Like, is this sequential? Like, so I can't even tell on that. I just wish they would maybe mark it better that this was a re-air of an episode and or something like that. I I says it in the description usually, but I don't know. I just that's the one thing I have a hard time with. And so I feel like I've gotten burned enough where I'm now hesitant to listen to this American life just mm-hmm. because I don't want to fall into that again. So. And then they have one of those things now where it's like, um, oh, yeah, well, at the end, we have an update to this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, God, I uh, OK, well, if I had already listened to it, it'd be really frustrating. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Uh, one, the the reason why that's actually really forefront in my mind is they, it actually happened to me this this week. They did a re-air um, of a much older episode, and I think I've listened to this episode two or three times now through the This American Life feed and not realizing it, but I actually really enjoyed listening to it again because it's a, it's a fantastic episode. Um, uh-huh. It's actually from 2007, and it's called... Uh, breakup episode 339 we'll put a link in the show notes um i strongly recommend anyone like i try to recommend that everyone listen to it it's just it's very 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 good and very quirky and it's just i know it's got some really it's got some really cool stories in this episode and so i strongly recommend people um listen to it. it's all about breakups and relationships and stuff like that and but it's not the typical stories that you hear about breakups which is uh which is really really cool. So um, the last the last one the last it's a, it was a fiction story that they threw on the end um, was really good. It was about like um, a person who is getting a divorce and their dog, and the way the uh, author of that story tells it is just it really cracks me up. So um, everyone go listen to Breakup episode three thirty nine of This American Life. Link in the show notes. Man, you're just like the relationship podcast guru. It's true. It's true. It's Maybe not a bad day. thing. I just, I love, I, it's, it's weird. As somebody that's super introverted and socially awkward, I love relationship stuff so much. <laughs> you're I'm not really, introverted oh, I'm and socially awkward. You are? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So much. So much. I I'm a huge introvert. Um and I feel like with like with a lot of introverts, I that helps me kind of excel online because I don't like in-person groups of people. I get really really shy and I don't want to talk and like I like so worried what like other people are going to think and I find it exhausting like if I go to a party with a lot of people I don't know, I'm like completely exhausted. I want to go home and just like cuddle up with a book for like a week and just like leave me alone um Mm. with the internet you get like more one-on-one communication with people right and people i know and i feel like you get deeper dives so it's like it feels like more natural to my introverted life yes yes so okay well you know what you're fine i'm called you you be you yes i'm here to support you you're the best skanky i know best podcast co-host anyone could ask for 10 out of 10 would podcast again 10 out of 10. You know, I, I will say this. One last thing on This American Life. Okay. If the offer was presented and Ira Glass said, I yes. will co-host Shenantics with you, <laughs> but you have to get rid of Skanky, I will say, no deal, sir. You take your talent and you go elsewhere. I will not sell Skanky down the river for that. So, no, you should 100% say yes. No, no, but jab out At least for uh, one episode. If, 
What if I told you this offer This offer already came up and I passed up? How upset are you? <laughs> oh, dude, like you got to do it once. Yeah, I mean, it is WBEZ Chicago for This American Life, so maybe I can use my Chicago roots. You know what we should so. do? We should try to, we should buy an ad for our podcast on This American Life. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine the This American Life audience <laughs> listening to Shenantics? Oh my God. <laughs> I wonder how much they are. I don't know. <laughs> what would what would would what if we were to buy an ad? What would our ad copy be for the ad for This American Life? Because <laughs> like, hey guys, just... my name is Skanky, and this is <laughs> and this is a podcast about well, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then you come in. Yeah, that's right. And I'm M. Cole. And this podcast is about nothing. And you no, should no, listen to it. It would be like the typical starting of shenanigans. I wouldn't come in and say that. I would just jump off into a random ass topic. You're like, this podcast is about we nothing. We would have a mini podcast for yes. our ads. Yes, I love it. Here's a brief sampling of what you can expect on shenanigans. <laughs> Holy shit. This could be fun. Right? I think that'd be great. I think that'd be great. We should do that be perfect we can stay i mean we can even make a suit do i don't know do we want to make it i think we want to make it somewhat relevant so we could be like be like hi i'm skanky with my co-host m cole m cole tell them a little bit about the podcast i'll be like you guys here's why Fortnite is destroying society and then you'll be like i agree and then be like gotta cut it here Listen to Shenantics for more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little preview. Exactly. And I mean, Fortnite's the hottest shit around, so everyone would just eat that up. Everyone right? knows what Fortnite is now. Even Ira does. Yeah, even They're Ira They're probably is. already doing a story about it. I mean, honestly, probably. <laughs> hey, Zyra Glass. Today, we're at Epic Games Studios. You probably know them. They have the game Fortnite that uh, is craze yes. all over the world. And uh, we're going to be with the developers today. As they yes. release their new Thanos upgrade. <laughs> it's going to be great. Come with us. From WBZ, WBZ Chicago. <laughs> it's This American Life. <laughs> it's This American Life. <laughs> no, but you, but you missed out a part. You missed out a part. Shit. You got to do, you gotta do we're, we're at Epic Games. We're discussing, discussing the, the popular game Fortnite. This is going to be a story in three parts. And then something like that. <laughs> like, part one. Part Epic one. Games. <laughs> part one. Blue shotgun. Exactly. <laughs> part two. Orange justice. It'd <laughs> 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 be great. <laughs> oh, we my. interviewed a boy who entered a video contest for Fortnite. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So <laughs> But yeah, no, I feel I like I feel like it's everywhere. I should ask my mom if she knows about Fortnite. My guess is she does. She has to. My mom already asked me about that. Oh yeah. She was like, "Are you playing that game that everyone's talking about?" I was like, "Fortnite." She's like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "No." She's like, "Oh, because <laughs> I see it all over the news." I was like, "Yep." Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's weird, man. It's weird. You know, I would I would you know it would be a cute idea. What would be a cute idea? A skanky, skanky mom co-stream playing Fortnite together. Playing Fortnite duos? <laughs> yeah, Fortnite duos. With, with mama skanky? Yeah, with the IRL skanky fam. Like, the, the legit bloodline skanky fam. Oh, jeez. Oh, 
She you that said, would be a stream. That would be wouldn't that be great? Man, that would be, awesome. be something. That'd be awesome. So my dad already has joked about be, like being on my stream. Oh my god! Don't get my I'm my heart can't handle this. One Kiki. time, <laughs> one time, uh, I was like taking a day off from streaming or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, he doesn't call it streaming. He calls it my show. <laughs> yes, I love that. And he's like, "Hey, Nick, you're doing your show tonight?" I was like, uh, "No, Dad, I'm." Uh, I mean, I can't tonight. He's like, oh, well, you know, if you need someone to fill in. <laughs> yes. I was like, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be the best thing in the world. And he brings it up all the time, too. He's like, hey, you need someone to be on there with you? Yes. I could show off some of my woodworking projects. Yes. You know, one of those things. You know, I was like, oh, my God. Oh my God that'd be the best. I got him into Twitch, though, and he watches. He watched. I don't know if he still does uh, woodworking streams. Oh really? That's of people awesome. doing woodworking, yeah. Because he's like, wow, that's that. really really cool. Yeah, nice. I was like, Dad, you should go and do you know stream when you uh, go fishing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you know what? Uh, what, what I was what crossed in my mind when you said that your dad was watching uh, woodworking streams. Um, that you could be like, you know, going out to dinner with your dad and you know with the family and asking about your show and you're like talking about how this big thing happened. Where uh, you know Tim the Tapman mm. hosted you, and oh, I could yeah. just I could just see your dad being like looking at you and just being like, "That's great, son." Um, but like, have you ever been hosted by one of the woodworking guys? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you made it. <laughs> that is when you know you made it, Skaky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I actually I told them about the the host. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I had an 8,000 viewer host. And they were like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. It's like, yeah, I know. It's pretty nuts. God, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it is. It's funny. It's funny. It is. They're it so is. into it. But, uh, you know, my dad, actually, this is a funny story. They were at a communion for someone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I guess they were sitting at the table. And my I get a, a text from my dad. And he's like, hey, what's your Twitch name again? No, I was like, yes. I was like, why do you want to know? And he's like, oh, well, I'm sitting next to this kid. <laughs> yes. And he, he likes Twitch. And I'm like, well, who is he? Like, I don't even know who this person is. He's like, he's like, he wants to be just like you. And I was like, okay, well, okay, here it is. And then like, <laughs> it's just like, it's so weird. I was like, I got to oh, start paying awesome. my dad to be my marketing manager or something now. It's <laughs> yeah. like marketing my stream to random people at communions. Yes. No, that's great. Got to give him uh, some of my business cards. Yes. Oh, man. It's like uh, one time my mom was out with some family friends. I think it was like for dinner or something like that. She was like, went out to dinner with their family. Um, and it was somewhere, it was somewhat close to like where my apartment is and she texts me and says what are you doing right now and i said like nothing i'm just kind of like hanging out at home she goes uh, is it okay if i come over real quick and i was like uh yes <laughs> like why <laughs> why do you want to come over like i also want to say no because i was like oh, i gotta go clean like really quick for 10 minutes yeah, until she yeah. gets here and i was like yeah yeah sure come on over she's like she's like cool can i bring um this person this person with us this family friend's kid and i was like 
okay, what the hell's going on? Yeah. She's what? like, she's like, he really, really likes Twitch and YouTube videos. And I was telling him all about your setup. And he really wants to see what it looks like, like a streamer setup, like behind the scenes. And I was like, yeah, you can bring him over. And the kid comes over and he's like looking at it all. He wants to like turn the knobs on the mixer. And he thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, don't was touch like, the mixer. <laughs> don't touch. I don't know how those knobs work. I cannot get it back. Hold in on. Place. Let me take a picture of it first. Exactly. Right. So anyways, but no, so then I let him sit down and I turned on OBS. I didn't start streaming, but like showed him how it all worked and he thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, and it was, uh, I was like, I was like, oh, look at that. I'm relevant to the children these days. So, That's cool. Yeah. You're so but, uh, relevant. I know. I know. What can I say? I, one, one other funny thing about the streaming setup is um, I have people come and walk my dog during the day when I'm at work and I have a webcam in my apartment just so I can see if anything, you know, if anyone ever comes in and stuff like that. But it's really funny whenever someone comes in to walk Dodger and they've never been here before and they always come to like look at like what in the world is that giant green thing and lights and all this stuff over here and they uh-huh. come and look over it and they like nod and they like okay. take Dodger to leave. <laughs> Like, like every time someone new comes in, they come over to look at like what in the world is set up over in the corner over there. So that's amazing. Yeah, but no, it's it's great. You gotta love it. You gotta love it's it. It's weird. It's weird. You know, uh, I don't know if you if you heard, but I've been thinking about getting rid of my green screen. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay, tell me. Lay it on me. Have you uh, have you heard about the over the shoulder cam? No, I've not heard of the over over the shoulder cam. You haven't heard of the over the shoulder cam? Well, it's been. <laughs> It's been uh, it's been the new thing of my stream now. I I heard reference of this when I had been drinking a lot on Friday night. Um, people yeah, were talking. You were a about- tad bit tipsy in that diva costume, but we could talk about that later. <laughs> yes, tell people me about think the I might be joking, but I'm not joking. <laughs> tell me about the over shoulder cam. <laughs> well, I have a camera that's over my shoulder now, as well. Oh, I saw I you tweet to, this out the other day, <laughs> and it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a clip of it? Yeah, I have a clip of it. I could send Sweet. you a clip of it. Can you it. send me a clip of it? I um, want to see this. Yeah, so I have this random camera. It's actually so uh it's actually I have to film my thesis this summer. And this is the camera I need to use to film my thesis. So I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to do something funny with it. Yes. And I made an over-the-shoulder cam. And uh so it's been like uh it's been a thing that people have experienced. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know exactly what to do with it. Hold on, I'm about to send you a clip. So awesome. I made it an over-the-shoulder cam. You could see my setup. Oh, that is so cool. Hold on. Give me just a second. I almost I almost stopped the recording. <laughs> Jesus, that would have been bad. Please don't stop the recording. <laughs> okay, hold on. That is so cool. That is so cool, Skinky. I am a failure at everything that is Twitch. <laughs> right? I that think is, it's kind of fun. That is fun. That is really, really fun. I like that. I really like that, actually. <laughs> it's kind of cool because, you know, it's, I don't have like um. So I was I was going to use this as like a thing where you could watch. I, when I'm watching a clip mm-hmm. or if I need to show someone something, I can mm-hmm. put it on the screen. Yeah, yeah. And just have an over-the-shoulder cam. Yeah. Um, which I thought was cool, but like I, I didn't really know exactly what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So my original thought was that I was going to take this camera and replace it with my webcam mm-hmm. so that I could have like a better quality yeah. picture, you know? But yeah, I kind of yeah, yeah. like the over the shoulder cam, but I, I, I don't do know too. yet. I don't know yet what to do. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool. 
Because then I can get no. rid of the lights and have a ring light instead. It'll be a lot yeah. easier on my eyes. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you on that one. So, um, I funny that you say that about the lights. I'm like, it, yeah, it's it's a little rough on the eyes. I've gotten, so, I'm so used to it now that like, um, I didn't notice the other day that if I had them on or off because I was like, I'm oh, just wow. so used to sitting in front of like the bright lights, and I was like, oh shit, like I got gotta turn the lights on or i was sitting here um and just playing games the other day and for whatever reason just by habit of sitting down on my computer i turned the lights on and then like an hour into playing overwatch i realized i was sitting here with my streaming lights on and i wasn't even streaming oh my god that's (laughs) weird right so i was just like oh i didn't i was like i should probably turn these off i'm i'm a very weird human being so yeah but I, i mean i've been thinking about doing all these different weird you know upgrade kind of things like i want to mm-hmm. i've been trying i've been really thinking about getting the streaming pc mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i've been i've been considering it a lot because yeah. i it has been taking like streaming does take a toll on my computer it's not that bad mm-hmm. but i i would love to experience a game like fully without taking the streaming hit yeah no i hear you on like, that that would be so nice yeah, that would be nice <laughs> that would be really nice but so. it's also so confusing, and it's ex- it's like you know you have to spend money on that shit. So yeah, like, yeah, you have to spend you money. Know. You're adding overall complications. And oh god, like, with audio! I don't even want to oh. think about setting up my audio. Don't touch the knobs. <laughs> don't touch the knobs. Like Just I don't even want to. I don't even want to think about that. Yeah. I can't even figure out your the thing you've sent me how to set up my audio five times i still don't know how to do it i still only have my mic and my compressor plugged into my mixer i i can't God figure damn, it out it's i can't figure it out skanky. i have the wires too i i bought it all it was like two hundred dollars worth of I, wires i thought this was fucking fixed no you're i don't know how to do it you're literally i i'm gonna fly my ass out to new york and i will set it up for you this is how upset you're Dude, making I can't, me i can't do it i can't figure it out i don't oh, know how it works kinky kinky Dude, I just can't figure it out. I, I'm just, you know, I, I'm. I've tried. You're, I've you're tried. Breaking my heart. You're breaking my heart. You know what I also don't like? I don't like hearing myself. Oh, really? When I'm talking in the mic, I don't listen. I don't. I don't. I don't like. Um, yeah. I find it unnerving now when I'm talking into something and I don't hear my own voice. I I guess I would get used to it. I'm just not I'm not like super into I think it's distracting for me. Yeah. But I, I, I take time. I, yeah, no, I, I hear you on that one because when I first got it, it was very weird to me. But I've been doing it this way for two years now. Um and it's yeah, I find it would it's it's funny because like I'm so used to it that which is nice because like when I first hopped into the call for today's recording, my mic channel was muted. Um, and like the first word I said, I couldn't hear it. And I was like, oh, shit, something's wrong. Something's not right. I'm like, oh, all right. There we go. We just got to adjust that around. Um, so it's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really unnerving to me to not hear my own voice if I'm recording something with headphones on. Yeah, I just I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't. I don't know. It's just very confusing. I don't. You know. I just, I just really love the sound of my own voice now. I well, I think now. I mean, really. I mean, it's always been like that. But yeah. I mean, you know, I just. Yeah, no, I, I hear just, you. I don't know. The cool thing about the mixer, though, is that sometimes I use it if I have to do an interview over the phone. I record mm. the interview through the mixer. It's perfect. Mm. Oh, that is awesome. That's really cool. It's so helpful. Yeah, that is really helpful. So I love my mixer. 
I really do. Like I think we have the same mixer, right? We do have the same mixer, yeah. 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 I would uh like real legitimate talk between you and me, just between you and me. With um, no one else, of course. With no one else. If I ever was no longer streaming and my mixer died, I would buy a new mixer just for the being able to control the various audio channels and being able to hear my own voice by playing games like Overwatch and stuff like that. Like I would I would probably keep using a mixer from on my computer from here on out. <laughs> so. I yeah, I mean I agree. I mean, well, you have the whole mic, you know, it's all yeah. set up like Yeah. Yeah. So when are you quitting streaming? <laughs> no time soon. I streamed. I was uh it was What's up when you streaming on Friday? Man? I was that just was, about to uh, say that. I was about to say you you want to know how 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 much I am not quitting streaming is Friday I walked I went and picked up a uh, growler of beer and a pizza and I got back home and I'm like I am so in the mood to play Overwatch tonight and I was like and sometimes like I'll just hop on and play Overwatch and just do whatever and I was like no it's like it's a Friday night I want to play Overwatch I got some beer I got some pizza I want to go hang out with some friends and so I was like I'm gonna start streaming it's gonna be amazing and it was and I love it and so yeah I would like I, this week I even fit some extra days in there's no way I'm cutting streaming out so damn okay well that's great I'm, I'm happy to hear that Yes. Yes. I am so. happy to hear that. But yeah, no, Friday's Friday stream was good. It was a lot of fun. It was, that uh, that was cool. I liked seeing Gone on a Friday. Yeah, it was it was a nice chill, nice chill night of video games and friendship. It was fun. It had been a bit. It had been a bit since since I saw you on on a Friday. Yeah. I think it has probably been at least a year. So Yeah, yeah. Cuz I think I pulled out the and stopped doing the Fridays. Like, like last year, probably around February, March is when the Fridays first stopped because of dating and stuff. And then whenever I switched um, jobs and moved to a new company, then uh, with the hour commitment, then I couldn't put Fridays back in. Yeah. So it's been it's been at least a year. I think it's probably been like a year and a few months now that I haven't done a Friday stream. So Damn. Which sucks. I love the, the Friday stream. There's just something nice and chill about it. Hopping on, starting your weekend off, playing games. Drinking beer, having fun yeah. times. So yeah, just hanging, yeah. Just chilling, hanging just hanging out. So it's uh, it was good. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. So, but Friday was also Friday was also great. So you mentioned it earlier. Um, and I uh, I wore a diva outfit on Friday's stream. Um, a skin tight diva suit, and here's what my plan was. It was actually, it was actually a sad moment for me. So I'd been, me and Deathcake are going to LA to watch Overwatch League games um, in about two weeks now. And my plan, because everyone was talking about, oh, what can we do to get M. Cole to wear a diva suit to the Overwatch League? And people like, people are, saying all right I'll, I'll stream scary games i don't like streaming scary games i'll do this i'll do that like whatever we can do to get m cole to do it and like skinky you know me and you know I that know like you. <laughs> i don't need a lot of convincing to do stupid shit <laughs> and so i know the, the second someone said that and i was like i don't know you guys you really gotta figure out what it is i'm over on amazon ordering the damn thing <laughs> like, God, and i wasn't gonna tell anybody about it and just i told death cake because he's has to go with me to this and i didn't want like you know, it's his vacation too, and I don't want to be like, "Hey, it's gonna be super uncomfortable sitting next to me in this thing." And he was like, yeah. "No, dude, I'm so down." And I was like, "All right, great." So I ordered it, and it got delivered, and I put it on, and it didn't fit like 
at all. Um, and so this was like two weeks ago. And I was like, well, maybe if I just lose like a few pounds, I can like get to fit in because it wouldn't zipper up in the back. Um, and so I lost like six pounds. I have like two more weeks to go. I tried it out again. I'm like, there's no way this damn thing's fitting. Like I can't get this damn suit to fit. And so I was like, well, I was like, well, I want people to have some of the enjoyment that this was maybe going to happen. And so I had had enough to drink on Friday night. I think it was past midnight even. Um, and I was like, that's it. We're going to, we're going to show people the diva suit. So, um, I didn't, no one knew about this other than death cake. Literally he's the only person that knew that I had this. So I go and change over to it and show up and stream. And it was quite, it was quite a great moment. It was, there was, there's gifts of it. Um, I was showing, I went out with some friends last night and my brother, um, I was showing them some of the clips and, uh, one of my friends was actually brought to tears he was laughing so hard uh it was it was great so but yeah i can't i but and then yummy is coming through with the save she has sent me to two other websites that create larger diva suits um and so i might still be able to pull it off and wear a diva suit to the overwatch league uh games in la that we go to so fingers that's gonna be on the stream though right yeah it's gonna be on the main uh, overwatch league stream uh, ideally <laughs> you should like write your twitch channel on your back or something and get a whole bunch of people eh, i was gonna do shenantics i think oh Which yeah podcast yeah oh that's a good idea too shenantics my name is skinky Oh God! Yeah, now I was trying well, to come up with a cool sign because a lot of people at the Overwatch League they ha- they hold up signs. Um, I can't really think of one that's clever enough. So I might literally just go bodysuit diva and see. Hey what Jeff, happens. you like what you see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that'd be. Oh great. Jeff. So, but yeah, no, that was, that was that was fun times. But yeah, shit like that. Like I can't I can't stop streaming. When 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 else would I have an excuse to like wear a freaking full costume diva bodysuit and i'm just, not trying to tell you to stop streaming why are you trying to convince me to stop i'm streaming? not trying to convince you no 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 i'm not trying to convince you of anything you're killing me you're killing me well, so skanky not... yes <laughs> let's talk about something awesome like oh. streaming actually okay. has nothing it has nothing to do with streaming um oh, great I sent you this cool article which i'm pretty sure you probably saw before i even sent it to you this week um with Microsoft developing and creating the Xbox adaptive controller. Yes, um, yes. Which looks freaking amazing and is super cool. Um, what it is, there'll be a link in the show notes like everything else. Um, Microsoft developed this, uh, what they call the adaptive controller. And I would say it's more like a system, um, like a system of controller instead of just like one device and what it is is it's developed to allow people with a broad range of disabilities to play um xbox games and it has things where like the main white controller part um has like two giant buttons on it that can be mapped to whatever they need to be so that way like if you didn't have the full function of two hands 10 fingers to use like an Xbox controller, you can still play the game because you can hit these giant buttons in various ways. Um, But it also allows a bunch of different peripherals to be plugged into it to be mapped to various things. And um, like extensive enough, let me scroll down. I forget what it's, I forget what it's called, but uh, if you are, uh, 
let me try let me try and scroll down to it but it's got a whole bunch it's got like foot pedals for buttons um and just just tons of different ones really 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 cool uh hold on, i'm trying to scroll down to the part of the article that i've already lost to you guys i fail at this i fail at this i'm done i'm done oh there we go i found it i found it i found it um the they have something uh it's called like uh, a quad stick and it's uh designed for quadriplegics and it's uh, mouth operated by, you know, blowing air um, or sipping air from the device. You can do various, you can control things. And so that way, if you don't have um, function of your extremities, you can still control through this device. So it's not even just like, oh, we made something with giant buttons or anything like that. Like you have different ways to control very ver- versus with all these various uh, peripherals, um, which is, which is really, really cool. Um, I don't know. It just it seemed like a very a, a great thing for Microsoft to do. It's priced at like a hundred dollars, which I mean, a Xbox controller itself is already sixty, right? So it's not like this is priced as some astronomical thing. I think a hundred dollars is reasonable for this device. But uh, but I don't know. What do you think about this? I think it's really cool. I think it's a uh, this is a long time coming for this yeah. sort of thing yeah. too. And I think other people should be doing the same thing. I agree. Like I not agree. even for video games beyond that, like making mm-hmm. things more accessible, mm-hmm. like uh, like uh, cameras and stuff, and uh, you know just things you use every day. I think this is awesome. Yeah, no, I think this is really cool. Um, one thing, I, one thing, really big props to Microsoft for this is it also wasn't just designed in a silo, right? Like they they got feedback and they had people test it that would actually that actually need to use it right like it's not just like they said oh this is what we think it is and then just put it out they learned and changed it based on like creating a design and putting it out to people that needed to use it to play video games and they can come back and say look this works or this doesn't work or this might be a better change or this would be a worse change um and stuff like that and then they kind of refined it and changed it based on what they said to make it better um i mean and like you said like this i it this is great to see and i wish more companies even even just in video games would take it over just because video games is i is a huge part of our lives and it's a great source of entertainment um escape from the real world making friends all that kind of stuff and there isn't any reason that people shouldn't be able to access it you know i mean it should be there for everybody and so this just broadens out the number of people that can play games which would be really cool and i like that it's modular like you can change it depending Mm -hmm. on whatever yeah. Like whatever, whatever fits your needs. I think that's exactly, cool. exactly. Cause there's such a broad range of needs, right? Like there's, you know, different people come as they are in different ways. And it's not just like there's one problem that needs to be addressed. It's a huge, like almost like an infinite number of various problems um, that this can be designed to address, which is really cool. It's like really so. a feat of engineering really to figure out like how to make a controller that works for mm-hmm everybody is mm-hmm. so that's so difficult you yeah know? which yeah. they did a great job figuring it out yeah no, so it's really cool um, gg you're doing something right microsoft i guess exactly it, it, this is this is a cool one cool thing about the way that the video game especially the console 
area of video games has been operating for like the last decade or so, where you have a different company on top for like each generation, right? And if you're not the company on top and you don't have the major market share, then those other companies, they try and do something else to make themselves more relevant, right? Like, oh, you know, during the PS4 area era, the Xbox One isn't the top dog anymore. Well, what else can we do so that we make ourselves relevant to gamers? Um, and you have that. So not saying that this wouldn't have happened, but there's more incentive for this to happen because it's like, how does Microsoft set themselves out compared to Sony? Right. And then you yeah. see that with Nintendo, right? Nintendo's like, well, we can't compete with Microsoft or Sony on just hardware power or video game library so what do we do and sometimes you have flops like the wii u um but then sometimes you knock it out of the park with like the nintendo switch so it's uh it's just that's one benefit of the way that that's operating even though you don't have extensive comp competition but you at least have competition among three major players that jockeying for number one position you get some cool innovations um and you get more broadening of this um one other thing that you said that it would be great to just see this like even further across everywhere um you see it with the mobile operating system um development too a lot like google and apple are putting more and more resources in making sh their operating systems available to people with various disabilities um and with apple there's been a big push for developers to support even things um as basic as like their voiceover system so that people that have um like a vision disability can use their system because it if, it, if there is good voiceover support in the app they can use it because the phone speaks to them about the various options um yeah. and watching someone that's uh blind use an iphone using the voiceover um, method is is crazy cool. It is so cool to be able to see that this thing that the rest of us get to take for granted is available to someone that can't see. So Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it is really, really cool. And I think this will hopefully, you know, like people in other industries will get this idea and see mm -hmm. hopefully that like that there is it's necessary to to make these, you know, yeah. this sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, hopefully PlayStation does something of the yeah. same caliber. I agree. I agree. So um, one thing that I think is a little bit that is it, kind of interesting why this is such a long time in the making is people were using, I don't remember exactly the origin of it, but um, when people were using controllers designed for people with various disabilities on a more professional level where it would have like the sticks on the back and they would have increased um, joysticks and stuff like that so that it would that people that have limited motor function in their hands would still be able to use the controller it obviously didn't address everything but then people that were using a controller at a higher level were also using it because it made it easier for them to use too and so like you kind of saw a little bit of it there and we it never really like it was limited in what they could do because it didn't have first party support right um and that's how all the options have been so that's one good thing about seeing microsoft take it on is that now it's baked in first party support um but on the flip side like i could see this also being cool to use even if you don't have a disability right like if i could see where like i would like a foot pedal for jump you know, maybe, or like another foot pedal for reload and then use it in tandem with the controller. So like 
I think oh. that'd be that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool too. Um, but I don't know. So it'd be it'll be interesting to see if this has appeal even just outside of people that need to use it because of disabilities. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. I think having a foot pedal for a jump would be interesting. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It'll be it'll be it'll be cool to see what what comes of that. But so. can we can we talk about something that I thought about the other day? Yeah, of course. Since we're talking about like you know Microsoft being on top or PlayStation being on top kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know they're they're always competing with one another. Mm-hmm. But something I think we we might have talked about this on the podcast before, but I had this realization again yesterday that um, Amazon kind of runs my life. Yes, <laughs> I think we have talked about this, but I I don't I, I don't actually I don't think we have I think we've kind of no we've touched on edges of it, but I don't think we've ever really do- dove into this. Like now that I I thought about it yesterday because mm-hmm. I was ordering stuff on Amazon, which is really where I get everything mm-hmm. that I buy, and I was going as far as buying an Amazon Basics cable from <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Like, yeah. right? So then I thought, oh, Twitch is owned by Amazon. So mm-hmm. now I do that. Um, if you read the Washington Post, owned mm-hmm. by Amazon. Yeah. Or well, Jeff Bezos, but same, it's the yeah. same thing. Uh, if you go on any, pretty much any website on the internet, it's on Amazon Web Services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, you're using crazy. their cloud. Yeah. Um, like, there's, it's infinite. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. It's infinite. I use them for my grocery deliveries now, so that's how I get my yeah. food is through Amazon. There you go. Um, yeah, no, it is it is crazy how prevalent they are through through everything. Um, it, it's funny. It's one thing I think that's interesting that you bring this up is because there's literally another point on things I want to talk about today that is related to the same thing. Um, in that. I last week I started watching the Marvel movies um, because so that Gabla stops hating me. Um, she doesn't hate me, but I think she thinks less of me as a human being until I watch them all. Um, but, so I started watching them last week. And um, one quick thing, I'm, I'm curious, how how do you watch movies? Like, where do you like, like, obviously you watch Good Mountain theaters, but if you watch a movie at home, where like how do you how do you get that movie like how do you watch movies that you watch at home well it depends mm-hmm. like how do you mean like well i use netflix a lot okay if i it's use not subscription services yeah so i have like amazon prime and then you have hulu and then you have um netflix obviously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if it's not on there, you mean how do I watch movies? Yeah, so like like I want I watched last week I watched Captain America: The First Avenger. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't on Netflix. It wasn't on any of those. And then so it the options were I can watch it on um, through Apple iTunes, uh-huh. my Apple TV, uh, or through Amazon. Um, and I could either purchase it for like fourteen dollars, or I can rent it for like four dollars. Uh huh. Um, and so I was kind of, when I was going through it, I was thinking to myself, like, what, where do I want to watch it? How do I want to watch it? Do I want to buy it? Do I want to rent it? Um, what is the way that I want to obtain this movie? Uh, do I want to, or could I try just order the Blu-ray disc and have it like 
two-day delivery Amazon Prime to me and then just watch it on a ah. disc player. Like, there's so many ways to watch a movie. I don't go discs. I do everything digital now because I yeah. don't want any more physics. I don't even have anything that has a disc drive in it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that one isn't going to work for me. So I go digital. Um, and I kind of just, like, was looking through it and deciding which one, which one I wanted to go for. And for ah. me, I decided I don't watch movies over enough. Like, I don't watch them, like... You know, I've one movie I will usually only watch once, right? I don't watch that four, five, six times. Sure. Um, and so I decided to rent it. It costs four dollars. And then one nice thing is that if I decide to rent it, then the platform doesn't matter because there's no lock-in. I just have I have three, I have thirty days to start it, and then after I start, I can watch it as many times in seventy-two hours. And I was like, oh, well, screw that. So then I pulled it up on Amazon, right? Got an Amazon Fire TV stake in the back of my TV, rent it for four dollars. So now even Amazon owns that part of my life. But uh, damn. I don't know. They're everywhere, but They're, I yeah, mean, so, it's just it's constant. Yeah. So how so how would you do it? if you want if you were gonna watch Captain America with me? What would what would you do? Uh, I played the fifth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so sk- <laughs> Skakey would <laughs> watch it some way. Play the fi- fifth. He would hopefully have a copy borrowed from a friend that he's never met on the internet. Um, yes. I would let's say that I would borrow it. Yes, that's true. But but yeah, so it, so Amazon, so Amazon, yeah, they're they're literally like everywhere. They they own so much of my life. <laughs> they they own so much of my life. Um, but I but you know one thing I will say though is it feels like Amazon they own so many different parts of my life. But I I also don't feel completely locked into their system. Like I feel like if if I didn't like the grocery delivery s- service, I could switch over to Instacart or Peapod, right? Like, I feel like there is enough other competition in some areas that Amazon does things that although they are the easiest and own everything that I do, I don't feel like I'm completely stuck with them forever, if that makes sense. Other than the Amazon Web Services, because I have no control over that. But isn't that, isn't that at the end of the day what they would want? What? To feel like you don't have control, but like they that to feel like you have control, but I don't. But really, you don't. Yeah. Because if Amazon went under tomorrow, yeah, it would be pretty rough, man. That is true. That would be rough. A lot, like there would be a lot of problems. Yeah. No, that would be yeah. Yeah, that'd be true. It's that sense of control that you think you have. Like, oh well, I don't need to use Amazon. Mm-hmm. I could use someone else, but you do use Amazon is the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, no, it's true. So, like, you know, the whole internet would be completely different without Amazon. I mean, oh, yeah, online shopping would be yeah, totally different. You'd be buying things from Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Right? I don't yeah, know. No, what, it's true. What competitor I think, is there to... Yeah, I think Walmart is is what... If I didn't have the option of Amazon, I think Walmart is where I would be buying things. Um, you know... What's kind of interesting that you that you're like that that you're saying this is like I think that you're right that is what they want and I think they're very successful at that because when we hear things happening with the big companies especially the big tech companies you and let's say like that and like um like monopoly status or antitrust or anything like that and butting up against governments you always hear the Microsoft Apple Google 
all the time. Mm-hmm. Amazon rarely comes up about as someone that should be concerned with, right? Like you hear Microsoft, especially because of Microsoft in the 90s and all their practices then. Um, so they had a big you know, spotlight shown on, on them. You see Google a lot with data privacy and you know various things like that and data collection. Um, Apple even had a big one, which it's ironic and almost hysterical that Apple ran into that big problem with the Department of Justice with their ebooks thing and Amazon was the victim in that. <laughs> like yes, that's how it was yeah. pitched. It's like, oh poor Amazon. It and is it's weird, like, right? It's so strange. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh poor Amazon. You mean the largest bookseller in the world? Like, like whoa, what? <laughs> exactly. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. And so like you get like all these other companies seem to always have flashlights shown on them for various types of things. Like, um, and whenever there's a controversy about the way Apple does something, like how there was like a congressional inquiry about Apple throttling back batteries uh throttling performance because of battery issues on iphones and it's like but i you you so rarely hear about amazon and the things you do hear is a countrywide competition to court amazon to come build a second headquarters there you know what i mean like, yeah it's like what <laughs> so, yeah so it's it's just kind of crazy that and i think that's what it is is that they have where you you people feel like they have the choice to not use them and so they don't worry like the government entities don't worry about them that much and then where they really do have to worry about them is amazon web services and no freaking politician is going to understand that to begin with so they're not even going to bother looking into it yeah so that is that is really that is interesting damn they own a lot man they own a lot be scared yeah jeff bezos he's a genius he's a genius yeah i love that picture of jeff uh in his office from like a long time ago with the amazon banner have you seen mm-hmm. that i don't think so it's like a super old photo i mean find see if i can find it um i mean me and gabble were actually talking about this yesterday we love seeing photos of people that like when they weren't famous mm-hmm. and stuff so like um what was it like the royal wedding yeah so yeah uh, yeah what's her name? megan markle markle right megan markle yeah. that's her name yeah there was a picture of her and her friend sitting in front of buckingham palace oh my god like just visiting yeah and like it's just like funny like it's just weird you know yeah that is um let me see amazon oh yes 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 i found it here i'm gonna send it to you it's from a 60 minutes piece oh jeff bezos yeah it's really weird um i also love like uh there's this picture of robin williams oh my god hold on sorry yeah Yeah, go ahead it's no, a picture on. of Robin Williams being a mime in Central Park. Which okay. I think is kind of crazy too. That but yeah, is, here talk about this awesome. picture. <laughs> um this picture is amazing. Link it'll be it'll be in it'll be in the show notes like everything else. Uh, yes. thank you Tiny. Um <laughs> but uh this is amazing for there's two things I need to say about this. Uh so for those of you guys that can't see the picture, it literally looks like some just janky office that like you would find in some industrial complex or wherever and they have an amazon.com sign on the wall but it's not just an amazon.com yeah. sign it's literally amazon in blue spray paint <laughs> it's, like, it's like they just like wanted to put it up for the 60 it's, minutes exactly it's super janky um uh, another thing that i really like about it is first of all it's also cool to see computers back in the day with the giant crt monitors and oh, all that kind of stuff um and they're all beige boxes for whatever reason that don't age well and they always got yellow and gross um 
But uh, there's one really cool thing in this photo is there is a big thing with early Amazon. There's a story that is like people love to retell. And every time you read uh, like um, a thing about Amazon's origins and the culture around the company is they always talk about the Amazon door desks and what they did at the start of Amazon to make their desks. They just took doors off the hinges and put legs on them and to use those as desks. And like the idea was being like they, you know, like as the company is now they're on like such small profit margins like back in the day like that's how they even started like they didn't have big fancy desks they literally just had a door with legs screwed on it and that is exactly what's in this picture <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah it's got two by fours with these like giant like just things it's one janky ass desk let's it's just very say janky. that very, um, very janky i think though my favorite part about this picture is if you look at the floor they have something that was super prevalent in the early 90s it is those balls that are fluorescent multicolored pink yellow and green and they and stick they, on the shit they, they have suction cups all around it oh and so you could throw God. it to the wall and it would go is it like it rolls down it's and ridiculous for whatever reason they have like what 30 of them on 30 the floor? Of them. 30 <laughs> like, i don't know why exactly i have no idea why but there's just a plethora of suction cup 90s balls like on <laughs> the, uh, the uh, suction cup 90s balls yes exactly <laughs> so just laying on the floor and I have, I have no idea why so oh oh man Suction cup 90s balls. That was my nickname in college. Yeah, yeah, same. It's weird that we had the same so, nickname. Wow, that's so weird. We had the same nickname in college. It's so yeah, weird. Interesting. So, uh, I, I just, like I said, I, I feel like our entire lives, our destiny was to create this podcast together. We even had the same nickname. So. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess it was all meant to be, right? It, it is. It is all meant to be. So, um, Hey, M. Cole. Yeah. Do you have a food finish? Skinky, I'm glad that you asked because I do. Wow. Um, and this one, this one's this one's definitely uh in your court. And oh. I, I have to thank you because you actually gave me the idea for this one. Um so I'm really, really excited because at the end of July, I get to go visit some of my best friends in the entire world, Gabala. And on that visit. <laughs> Gabala. <laughs> <laughs> on that visit, uh, Skanky will also be there. Oh and yeah, yeah, I'll be visiting. Yeah, he'll <laughs> be visiting also. And uh, but what I, what I'm actually kind of I want to know for my food finish is you get to host one of your best friends in the entire world and co-host of the Shenantics podcast, M Cole in New York. What is your one or two must hit food spots that you need to take me to in Dude, New York? Last week you said that. You don't want to put people on the spot about this. Ooh, Didn't true. we have a whole conversation about that? Yeah, but I, I, I know my answer if you were coming to Chicago. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now you're making it out like I don't care. <laughs> you had an entire week. You knew this was coming, or you should have in, in, intuited it because of the Tina Fey conversation in last week's episode. Wow. So... Real quick, I'm going to tell you where I'm going to take you when you visit Chicago eventually, okay. and then then you you can I'll tell me you. Tell what you, you what you've already been thinking of because I, I know already, you, I have plans. I have plans. <laughs> there, I knew you did. I knew you did. What are your plans? Where are you taking me when I come? No, to you go this? first because I got to look up the name of it again. Okay, cool. Um, 
So if you, when you visit uh, Chicago, there, there is actually two stops that I need to make sure that we hit. Um, we have to do, I want to get a hot dog. Um, but I want to go to my favorite hot dog joint, not everybody else's favorite hot dog joint. My favorite hot dog joint is UB dogs and it's super awesome. And we, you get, you don't have to get a Chicago style dog. Although I feel like people should, it's a good dog. It's delicious. It's, it's great. But this place has two other hot dogs that are to die for amazing. Um, one is called the Joey, which has, um, fries and this garlic aioli sauce on top of it which is amazing i usually don't get that i get the garlic aioli on the side and dip my fries in it um but they also have this amazing chili cheese dog with like this merch cheddar it is so incredibly good so we gotta definitely we definitely have to stop there the place that most people say they would take you for hot dogs which i'm going to take you there second but not for hot dogs is portillo's you have to go to portillo's when you're in chicago but we're going to go to portillo's to get an italian beef sandwich um okay get it dipped in the in the the juice um you got to get the jardinera on it or at least on the side i usually do it on the side so i can put the hot stuff on the on it in the proportions i want and then we'll get some of their good old crinkle fries from portillo's um it is it is amazing if you want to go full decadence you can get a chocolate cake shake where they have a chocolate shake and they stick a slice of chocolate cake in it and blend it all together um a lot of people are big fans of that one but we're definitely going to portillo's and you're definitely gonna get an italian beef and it's gonna be amazing well i gotta try portillo's i know that's like yes. the spot in chicago oh, so good you gotta so good. you gotta try it yeah, so those are those are the two places. Um, obviously, there's other stuff, but like I think those are like my must hit go tos. A lot of people would throw deep dish pizza on there, but my thing is for that is I like it. If someone's interested and they want to try it, then I got places we're gonna go for that. But like that is not a place I would make someone go. But definitely they have to hit up Portillo's, and I love UB Dogs for hot dogs. Okay, those are some good spots. Um, I can't wait to right. visit. I got, I got, I got things here. Hold on, hold on. All right, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, do I have to write these down? Like, am I, am I gonna be tested? Like, when I visit you, and you're gonna say, "Where was it that we were going again?" I'm like, "Oh, don't worry. No, Tiny's no, got no. it in the show notes." <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. We're good. Uh, I'm just looking up the. Well, first, okay. I mean, I got an easy, easy spot that I'm gonna take you for that classic New York slice of pizza. Yes. Okay. So uh, it's Joe's. You got to love it. Okay. Joe's Pizza, West 4th Street. It's actually the pizzeria. It's not the original pizzeria that it was filmed in, Mm -hmm. but that was the pizzeria that was in Spider-Man. Oh, okay. That they like used for, uh, I guess, well, he used to work there. Like Peter Parker used to work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not in that same spot anymore. But mm-hmm. it's still Joe's Pizza from Spider-Man, yeah. okay? okay? And they yeah. have, like, your classic... Um... See, this is the thing. I have to figure out if we're going to go coal fire or we're going to go... Because this is not a coal fire spot. But it's, like, what is a really... A, what is coal fire? Coal fire pizza would be, like, if it's cooked with coal. Like, there's okay. a coal fire thing. This is, like, a gas one. But hey, What's the difference? It tastes different. Okay. So, like, you get a different kind of pizza taste if you have a coal-fired pizza versus... Oh, uh, okay. Because, it, it, yeah, you, you, it's just different. It's just different. But, I, I got you. I got you. You're the pro. Yeah, but, okay, I'll, I'll take you there. Okay, that'll be good. And we could try other pizza spots, too, because there's other, like, famous pizza places. Like, I personally have never been there, but there's the place that's, like, the first pizzeria in New York City. Mm-hmm. Or okay. they call it the first pizzeria in America. All right. That's what they say. I've never been there, but Ooh. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, it's got to be. 
Um, and then there's also Prince Street Pizza, which is well known for their Sicilian slice uh, slices of pizza. So okay. maybe you wanna maybe you wanna go there. And then I already told you that I'm bringing you to this uh, taco place. Yes, that is very very good. It's called Palo Santo. Yes, uh, and it's I'm in excited. BK. It's in Brooklyn. I think it's actually I don't know, I actually don't know where it is in Brooklyn. It's fine, but it's cool. It's a good spot, and it's right by right nearby to a bar that I think you will enjoy. Yes, look at that skanky. So skanky I already, has my number, you guys. I got you. Plus, Palo Santo does tacos. Every time you order a taco, or it's like a certain amount of tacos, you get another sangria for free. Oh, oh, no, no, yes. no, sorry. My bad. Switch it. With every sangria, you get a free taco. Yes. It's fine. It still works. No, it works perfect. It's going to so, be amazing. It's 100% wait. worth it. Oh, sounds amazing. I'm so excited for this trip. <laughs> you have no idea how excited I am. Oh, so, it's going to be great. I Good call. You. Good call. It's all, it's, all, it's all situated. Yeah. Um, I need to, I need to, I got to bring us back to Jeff real quick. Okay. Yeah. Bring me back to Jeff. I just realized there's something I needed to tell you. Um, oh, okay. about this, and it, it just it, we we just have to we have we have to finish the episode with this because not only is it great seeing pictures of Jeff <laughs> Jeff Bezos back in like the '90s at the beginning of Amazon. Uh-huh. Um, what's even better is have you seen pictures of Jeff Bezos like today? Yes, yeah. he is like he's like ripped head to toe. Like yeah, he, yeah. he goes from like. He goes from like nerdy computer geek to like just sexy hunk of meat and like over the course of decades, obviously, but it's like night and day different. And the thing that totally I I whenever everyone talks about Jeff Bezos now, I do a contrast from like this like scrawny geeky guy in the nineties to the video of him standing on top of a wind turbine <laughs> breaking a <laughs> thing of champagne and you are like man how have you, you have risen from simple bookseller to on the top of the fucking world yeah um, i mean yeah it's, it's it's just it's it's i mean that is life goals for me even j- if it's just like it's like where you like you have like one friend that goes into college and then you have another friend that joins the marines and the guy that goes to college is going to leave like 50 pounds heavier than when they went in and the person that leaves the marines is going to be amazing shape like yeah that, that's the jeff bezos of today and i want to be like him on every level i think i want to be well, jeff, jeff bezos jeff does look better than before but have you seen elon musk back in the no. day no, I have you not. You haven't seen this picture? No. Okay. Elon Musk. This is Elon Musk when he first started PayPal. Oh, my God. I'm scared. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Isn't that I, crazy? That is so crazy. <laughs> he is so nuts. He is. If you would have shown me like that picture and back when he started PayPal, I'd be like, this is the man that'd be launching rockets into space and yep. like just conquering everything. I'd be like, no way. Uh, no yeah. way. It's this crazy. is this this is the picture I think of. I'll send you the link for me. This is the picture. It doesn't matter about the uh the actual article, but the picture in it. This is the one I always think of whenever I think of Jeff Bezos and Kurt <laughs> Day. <laughs> like, he looks like a Terminator. He does. He does. He looks like no, he no, looks no. like he will literally come and rip your head off if you say anything bad. <laughs> like, come with me if you want to live. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find the GIF of him 
on top of the wind turbine, but I don't think I can find it. If I find it after the show, it'll be all in the right, show notes. So, and I'll, I'll send it to you guys. But, uh, all right, guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day. Whatever the world you do on Mondays, we'll be there to hang out with you. Um, and sometimes they go live at 6 a.m. Central Time because Kam uh, is a very persuasive gentleman. And I think he threatened to break my legs or give me concrete boots or whatever it is that people do to threaten other people. Um, you can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store and Google Play Store, or at a website at shenantics.rocks. If you like what you heard in today's episode, including, and if you got it to this point, that means you survived the intro part, um, then you should give us a five-star rating on iTunes, because... You deserve that. You you really, you really, really do. If you have any comments or questions, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash shenanticspod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the conversa- conversation, head over to shenantics.rock slash about, and there is an invite link to the Discord server. Tons of cool people are hanging out there all week long talking about the newest topics and all of that good stuff. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? Thank you for having me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and mcole, where can they find you? Thank you for having me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore M-C-U-L, followed by the underscore symbol, and same username on Twitter, twitter.com slash mcole underscore. Right? Did I do that right? Yeah. I think I yeah, did Yeah, you right. did that great. It was perfect. <laughs> perfect. Nailed it. It was great talking to you this week, Skanky. <laughs> Good talking to you, you too. Week. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>